career might be going brilliantly, but the workplace is still full of opportunities to trip you up with a social faux pas. You'd think by the time we're 40 or 50, this wouldn't be a problem, but here we are. Listen to our answers to some work-related, socially awkward questions, which we hope will be helpful, or we'll just get you thinking. So without further delay, it's time for... Socially Awkward Questions! So in this episode of Socially Awkward Questions, we're going to talk about video call etiquette. It's a pretty hot topic because um, uh, it's something that we all do every day now and uh, it's something we've had to get our heads around. What do you think, Caroline? Oh, definitely. I think in the, the now days of hybrid working, since the pandemic, when we've all... I mean, it's just become normal working life, hasn't it? To spend most of your time looking into the pores of your... Um, colleagues as they sit too close to the camera or hear the deep breathing of you know someone else or or watch a cat watch run a across cat run across you know I mean there's, there's so much to say about the etiquette of what to do in a video call I don't think I've even got my head around it properly myself and I think for us you know more senior people in the workplace uh, I think this has been one of the biggest challenges of the last couple of years because, you know, uh, the younger generation may spend the whole time, you know, on video calls with each other and sending things through Snapchat and etc. But, you know, if I take a selfie, I have to take at least 50 before I'm happy with how my chin is looking. And um, I think I, I, I still find it quite hard to... Um, you know, get used to seeing my face on screen and well, feeling natural in that environment. Yeah, and it's really interesting that you use the word natural because I've seen my kids on calls, especially with their friends, and their um, their version of how to be is, is almost as if they're in the room together. So, you know, they look away, they don't look at the camera, they move around their room, they talk from another room. So it's a really different kind of experience and it's going to be really interesting to see how these guys behave um, when they come into a professional environment because they are so comfortable in front of the camera. That is so interesting because I find all of the things that you've just described, what they do, is exactly what you can't do in a video call in a meeting. Like, I am somebody who finds it very hard to sit still and, you know, will jig about a bit or, you know, move backwards and forwards in my chair or look left to right or whatever. But I find that in a video call, you know, when you've got the camera on, if you move around too much, it looks odd, doesn't right. it? Well, and that's our first socially awkward question. Camera on or off? Oh, my goodness. I mean... Am I, can I say I'm old school on this when this has only been, you know, in our workplaces for a few years? But I think at the beginning of a meeting, camera on, say hello, guys, you know, unless there's some really, you know, a reason why you can't. And if you can't turn your camera on um, because of where you are or you haven't had time to get dressed that day or whatever, um, you just say so. You say so right up front and... Um, because otherwise, it, during the meeting, everyone else will be thinking, why have they not got their time Right, and we spend on. a lot of mental energy trying to work out why that is. Yeah. The other thing is introverts find it really hard. You know, they find it really hard to have the camera on. They do, you know, I've talked to people who feel exposed. Um, but yet at the same time, it's seen as disrespectful to not have your camera on. Yeah, I think the best, the best meeting, particularly when you're with a group of people you know, you turn the camera on, 
you say hello and then someone says should we just turn our cameras off is that easier and you all agree yeah and it's really about i think you know when we think about what we're what we're talking about it's really about being honest about what's happening and why the camera's on or off and that's what people are are looking for is if you even were to say, look, I'm feeling a little introverted today, you know, if is, is it okay if I don't put my camera on? Most people will be very happy to accommodate that. It's just the not saying what, the, you know, what the issue is that I think people struggle with. Do you find that? Yeah, I mean, I don't really want to announce in a meeting that I've got ants in my pants and that and <laughs> I, <laughs> I can't sit still. And that's why, you know. That's a whole new socially awkward situation. <laughs> Or I'm I'm drinking a beer at ten in the morning and I don't want people to see. I don't do that, by the way. <laughs> but you know, it, it's uh, it, it's a mindful. I mean, we've learned all sorts of things, haven't we, about positioning the camera so that it's not all just chin um, or you know or chest. Mm-hmm. Um, another one is I had a real problem with in the office. Um, one of my colleagues sat under a very bright fluorescent light during a, a meeting um, on the other side of the office and, and managed to give me a visual migraine. Have you ever had one of those? No, I've never had that. Where you see a massive flashing light, which was triggered by looking at him through the camera. Um, Yikes, that sounds pretty serious. Yeah, and we've had this problem in the office with the um, overhead fluorescent lights um, people finding it hard to look at the screens. It's like a double light effect. Interesting. Um, so that creates a whole new socially awkward problem, which is, do you get to tell someone to turn off their camera? When is it okay to do that? Oh, I think any time, if you don't like the look of them. Just... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, never, never. That's so rude. <laughs> I, think, I think you just find a way you just have to look away look away be a grown-up you've got to rise above in these situations well, i think if you're getting a migraine i think that counts i think you do get to say hey would you mind terribly turning your camera off i've been in situations where you know someone you know the the screen is shaking because they're in you know they're in a car or something oh yeah on their phone and it's just better to turn the camera off and and you can participate just fine yeah i think also if you i mean it also hides the fact that sometimes i like people to turn the cameras off because it hides the fact that they're not actually listening to me in the meeting that they're busy getting on with other work and doing other things and I just don't want I don't want to you know see that yeah um but yeah I mean that the there's lots of we're still learning aren't we how to do this um yeah exactly it's it's good it's on a continuum for sure and I do think it'll be interesting as we work with younger people more where you know the pandemic for example it was actually really interesting how people turning their cameras on and working from home we became a lot more tolerant of children appearing in the middle of a call or a cat you know jumping on a keyboard or a you know a dog jumping up or you know hearing somebody scream from another room we all you know got on with and got used to that life interrupts and it's okay yeah, I th- and I think that's can only be a good thing. Yeah, I think I, agree. I, I think I finally got over being obsessed with people's backgrounds as well, and w- and what's in the background behind them. I used to really obsessively look at, at what they're um, where they were sitting, 
um, which I don't know, is that me being nosy? I don't know. It's just, I just found it very distracting. But I think now I don't even notice that at all. And also, of course, people put fake backgrounds. In fact, they're even more distracting, aren't they? Yeah, because your hair never quite fits. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was on a call the other day and a man, every time he leaned forward... Um, some coats appeared above his head, just <laughs> floating, <laughs> because he was clearly sitting in a hallway or somewhere in his house where there were a lot of coats. So, um, yeah, it was very distracting. Yeah. Well, but... there's always the Joker who keeps changing their background during the call. <laughs> <laughs> if you've got the energy to do that, you know, just go to. Yeah. So what else have we got in terms of um, video calls? Yeah, so this is an interesting question that came in in terms of, as older women, why do I feel the need to put full makeup on for a video call, even though I might be wearing shorts or leggings, which they can't see, but for some reason I feel the need to make it, you know, make up my face. Why do you think that is? Uh, Because there's a camera pointing directly into your face. I mean, close up. I mean, I think it's... I think there's something weirdly exposing about being on camera like that. And we're just we're just not used to it. You know, going back to what you were saying earlier about younger people, much more comfortable. I think I just don't think that we've we've been exposed enough to this and it's something we have to get used to. But I will give a tip that if you're worried about not having makeup on, um, popping your glasses on. No need for eye makeup at all. The only problem for me is they are reading glasses, which means I then can't read anything on the screen. But, you know, <laughs> definitely a post 40 problem. <laughs> Absolutely. But, you know, I think I think we're all just a lot more tolerant of it, aren't we now? Definitely. And um, yeah. Yeah. Well, here's another fun one. What if you get on a video call a bit too early and there's like only other one person there and you don't know each other very well? What's the etiquette with that? Oh my God. I think you start off by politely saying hello and having a bit of chit chat, don't you? And then you say, oh, I expect everyone else will be here in a minute. And, you know, you've, you've got a choice really, haven't you? you? You sit in an awkward silence or you make polite conversation or... Well, I don't know. You had you yeah, had another there's, there's suggestion. One, I think there's one other which I've used from time to time, which is you know once you run out of chit chat, one of you eventually says, you know, do you mind if I go on mute? I've just got to finish this email or something. Yeah. And you just sort of busy keep yourself busy. That's smart. That's yeah. smart. I'm going to use that one yeah. definitely. I mean, it helps. It saves space for everybody, and it, it makes everybody feel a bit more comfortable that they don't have to keep making small talks. So yeah. That one works. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Um. Uh, how about another one? So here's the tricky one. When and how often do you greet someone on the same day on a video call? So we have this problem in the office, right? Is that you see someone, you say good morning, and then during the course of the day, you cross paths with them. Do you say hi? Do you nod? Do you say hello? But on video calls, you're bumping into them on multiple video calls in the day. Like, when does the small talk stop? Oh, I don't know. I mean... I don't know, is there anything more to say than hello? I don't know. Or I would just joke, I think I saw you five minutes ago. Oh, that's a tricky one. I think it depends on how well you know the person, what kind of meetings. If it's the same people in the same meeting, moving from meeting to meeting, really, you've just got got to get yourself a a video call set up for the whole day and just, you know, organise yourself better, basically. Or have a hard think about how many meetings you're doing. Yeah, well, that is the other thing, you know. I think you just have to take that one as it comes. Yeah. So here's another etiquette problem. 
if your coworker talks too much on meetings and video calls and they're not very good at taking hints about how to talk more succinctly or just not talk so much uh, when they're making their points, how do you, do you handle that differently with a video call than you would um, in a regular meeting? Hmm. See, I'm always quick to jump to the defense of chatty people being a chatty person. But, you know, I definitely think that you have to, you have to behave differently in a video call. It's, you, you can't have normal conversation. I mean, just as an aside, I also think you, jokes don't work very well. Not that I'm suggesting we all crack jokes, but you know, that sort of general kind of banter and humor, somehow it, it just, loses itself in a video well, it's call hard too because you know sometimes the it, there's a delay and so people talk over each other by accident and yeah the technology is not so seamless all the time that it does make those sort of more natural interactions trickier doesn't it yeah definitely i think i think really the the answer is you have it has to be a little more formal it's a shame but i mean again Unless you, if you've got a group of people who meet regularly and you kind of take cues from each other. But I think if you're in a meeting with people you don't know so well, it's much harder. Um, and I think you just have to manage it in a bit more formal way and perhaps ask people. They do the, the raise hand thing, don't they? Where you can, if you want to talk, raise a hand. And, you know, but if somebody's being really chatty and keeps interrupting you know you just have to manage it like it's any other meeting yeah that's what I think too I think yeah. it is this, it, the, the etiquette's the same you know you just have to very politely try and get them to be more succinct give them either very direct cues or indirect cues or you know it's it's the same sort of thing it's just the video call is the medium rather than the actual um yeah. content so not focus on the on the video call as being different it's really just about how do you manage people's contributions generally? Yeah, I think one thing, I mean, referring to what you were saying earlier, if you get stuck on a video call at the beginning with one other person, if you're with a chatty person, you're going to love them by the end of that awkward moment because they're going to fill the silence. So there is a place for chatty people in the world, you know. And I think also I would say maybe it's a thing about being an older person in the workplace. I am much more tolerant of different types of personalities and you know people behaving in slightly different ways as long as everybody gets their work done I mean you know we don't always have to be the same do we you know if somebody's a bit chatty and at least it gives a bit of a different dynamic I don't know what do you yeah, think I agree Eve? With that. I do I do agree with that and I think when I was younger in my career I was more eager to make my points or to participate in a particular way or to conform to certain expectations around how we should behave or how we should contribute. And um, I was less tolerant of other people who didn't follow the same sorts of unspoken rules. And I agree with you. I think as you get older, you realize not everybody can explain things as clearly as succinctly. You got to listen, just listen to what they're trying to say rather yeah. than necessarily worry about how many words it takes to say it. Just understand what is the point they're making and understand whether that point is, if it's contributing to the conversation or not. So you're right. I think as I've gotten older, I've also become more tolerant um, of difference. And I think that's that can only be good. I mean, I think the only other trick is to say they're on mute when they're not on mute. And so they'll put, accidentally put themselves on mute when, I mean, that's the only tip I can give. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there is also people do mute other people, which... 
oh, I, I just wouldn't dare do that. that. That's like silencing, isn't it? You've been cancelled. You've been cancelled in this meeting. Yeah. I would say that's not great etiquette. No. I think it's better no. to just say to the person, could you just make your point a little faster, please? Yeah, yeah. I did have one embarrassing. I was on a training course and I'd forgotten to mute myself again. And um, the trainer said, who's eating crisps? <laughs> Did you confess? I did. I don't even know why I confessed. I should not have confessed. I should have just muted myself quickly and moved on. Why did I have to say, yes, I'm eating hula hoops? I just, you know. It, it... You know what? I think it's better to confess because if you put yourself on mute, everybody sees you go on mute and they still know it's you. So it's yeah. better to confess. Maybe I gave them all a nice moment. I exactly. don't know. Yeah. All right, well, that is it for Zoom call questions for this week. Okay, keep the questions coming. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, let us know about it. We also want to hear what you've been up to since turning 40. Get in touch on our website, rightsideof40pod.com. And don't forget, follow us on Twitter at rightside40 or Instagram at rightsideof40pod. All content is arranged by Eve and Caroline. And a big thank you to Terry and V. Neal for writing, performing and mixing the original music.